0: Let's go, who's up next?
1: Welcome, one and all, to this week's episode of Xbox Empire. It is I, your host, Kevin. And with me, of course, is my co-host, Mr. Keith Diamond himself, Donnie Reese.
2: Greetings, Kooplings. What's going on, man? Ah,
1: Not too much. Not too much. And, you know, we've had greatness come across PSVG's airways, especially as of late. Lots of great people. And, you know... You're welcome. Yes, thank you. And, you know, this week... I'm gonna surprise him. It's no different. We have the infamous
0: Chalfie. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, you know, greatness awaits. Wait, that's a different brand. brand. Yeah.
1: Wait,
2: mm-hmm. No,
0: okay. I mean you got the sign behind you.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> do that. Yeah, that's
2: fine. Let me just turn the. Camera. I asked Dev. I didn't say it in the form because <laughs> I didn't want people to 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 be angry. But you know, Dev and I tease each other. It's uh-huh. so, like the new thing is play has no limits. So when they posted the commercial, I asked Dev does that include the 700 ish gigabytes you have on that internal drive or like the 30 frames per second only limit? Is that a, it's like a limitation, right? And I don't, I don't, I think mean, that's, true. Do more, that's all right? stuff
1: you need to consider when you actually have games to play. That's true. So, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't let you get away with it completely. Now. That's
2: more or less what dev says. That's
1: true. Um, but we are here each and every week to give you some Xbox flavored PSVG experience coming at you, not PlayStation experience, sorry, copyright infringement there. But we couldn't do it without you folks over there at patreon.com PSVG. So special, special thank yous to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw, Barboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Mike Massek The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, and of course, Nick Fahaba. So thank you all. And if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com PSVG. So, we have a full docket here. We got a lot of stuff going on. D- despite people and, and us even making the jokes that Xbox doesn't have much going on right now, there's not much to hope to look forward to other than maybe a release date and a price. But, you know, we have a lot to talk about despite that to prove the haters that there are things to talk about. And, of course, topic on the front of everyone's mind, especially the last couple weeks at least Halo.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk uh, about Halo again. On Halo. What's going on with that? We're going to talk about Halo again. God. again um 2020 it's coming out now right 2020. 2020 is quite the year um when this year started i never thought that i would be defending halo on a podcast right? like this is a whole new thing for me okay um i got a lot to say so before i do it i just want to preface in saying that um it's not meant to be like fanboy this is literally meant out of like kind of a fact like a, an info-seeking mission of mine, when uh, there's been a lot of things that have been said about Xbox this week, it's been a rough week. Now, yeah. uh, several folks in in Discord and Seth and Dev they both pointed out that this is largely and my entire rant here is largely just probably solely based on me following the information too closely. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. If you don't you do. if you don't pay attention to it, it's not a thing for you, and you don't care. Um, but then you wouldn't have a show. That hype. <laughs> that's that's exactly what i said but at the same time like i you guys already know this about me you guys have known me for years so you already know this like i very much want to be informed i want to know mm-hmm. i don't just want to know i want to be sure that's the other part of it i don't want to know i want to be sure i don't just a lot of people there's a lot of things that i've seen this week it's probably been like the worst week for like console wars that i that i have personally ever seen because what i've seen this week is a lot of people just finding one specific piece of information that backs them up and running with it, like wholeheartedly (laughs) into a completely different direction. Not all that different than like political systems, right? You know, if you vote Republican or democratic platform, it's like where we're kind of getting to. And I, I, I I get it. People like feeling good about their choice or whatnot, but, and, and, and you're right. Xbox does not have a whole, like they are screwing this up. (laughs) It is not going well, but at the same times, I wanted to be I wanted to be short and I wanted to be clear. So um some information came out this week. I don't even know if you could call it that, to be honest yeah, with you. Right? A rumor came out this week from a person by the name of Sponger on Reset Era. Now he's a verified informant, apparently. I have no awareness of him and I could not find anything else he's been attributed to.
1: Wait, you don't know him? I don't. Dude, he lives in a pineapple under the sea.
2: How do you <laughs> not see I actually thought you actually knew him? I was like, <laughs> wow, look at this. It was a moment on Donnie's face where it was like Oh another insight see this is This is yeah this is
1: my life Um, Let's get him on the show
0: yeah Right come on
2: so typically when we Have um, rumors which I do like To follow and like to kind of track I will actually Check into the people that bring the rumors how Many people corroborate the rumors how many people I can go on so when I bring a rumor to The show I typically bring here's who's Saying it and here's what they've said in the past I Have no idea who this person is so first Things first says that Halo Infinite is undergoing a lot of work to get in shape for Xbox Series X, so much so that the Xbox One support for the game might be dropped. It's being considered a lot, whether or not he wanted to post it, but he has a few consultations with different sources, and he says that Microsoft and 343 are very busy with the idea of dropping Xbox One platform from Halo Infinite. He goes on to say that it could be delayed as far as 2022. Now, that statement, I don't necessarily hate. I disagree with it, but I don't like hate it. What has happened with that statement is what I hate. And that's why the reason I'm about to start to dig in here a little bit. What has happened with this statement is people have taken this leaker information completely unconfirmed and they've used it to build their platform that Xbox is wrong. PlayStation is right. Generations matter. You can't possibly do cross gen xbox one is holding back the xbox series x like all of these points off of this one single post on reset era have been proven and if you follow the news or the rumorings and if you follow i guess the podcasts and the shows and the informants that i listen to you've seen a lot of this this week mm. if you go on youtube there were a lot of videos like the death of xbox the crushing blow playstation forever i mean this is a lot of thing and i'm not here to propagate console wars not going to say a bad thing about playstation because this news doesn't have anything to do with it
1: exactly
2: this news is simply for xbox now when this news was first reported kevin said the thing that kevin loves to say all the time hashtag kevin was right yep because you have said that you would wish that they would just do the traditional console release generation thing rand by the way agrees with you it's exactly Mm -hmm. what he wants and i understand that you want to, you know, take the the best hardware possible. So this is where it kind of gets ratcheted up a bit. Ryan McCaffrey tweets, I think six hours after this news story started making rounds and blogs and everything. I was wrong to drink the quote, current gen won't hold next gen back Kool-Aid. I've talked to enough people now. Uh, for it to make sense that for some games, but not AAA games, system seller kinds of big budget productions cut back or cut bait on the old hardware, mm-hmm. I want to see what the new stuff can do. Yep. So all that did was exponentially blast oh, this, yeah. this message, right? Now mm-hmm. everybody is like, oh my God, if Ryan McCaffrey says it, it's got to be true. Okay. <sighs> I got a lot of things I want to say. <laughs> so let's start here. Kevin. And I'm 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 using you, as a as a matter of as make, always as a, as a matter to make a point. <laughs> yes. Why do you say drop Xbox One and do Series X?
1: So at this point, uh, especially now after the delay and everything else, and we we've seen what PlayStation has has shown their hand a bit, and and Xbox hasn't really other than the couple games, Medium and, and and Halo Infinite, for instance, um, that now it's the time that if they're really having all of this trouble, and we'll talk about more uh, soon. It makes sense, and I'm sure there are executives at Microsoft right now saying, "Hey, we need to push why people need the Series X." You know, Phil keeps talking about the family of you know generations, a family of devices. I totally get it, but now is the time when you need to sell at least some consoles. We know the diehards going to buy it, yourself included. Yep. Um, that if they need more than just the diehards, I think to stay a little bit competitive. Otherwise, you can go back to what I was saying before and push the whole damn console back. Let Sony have a year. And then after a year, us gamers, we're ready for a new console anyway. We're ready to buy the new device. So then Microsoft will sell potentially more consoles at that launch a year later than they would going toe to toe with Sony. But that's besides the point. For Halo specifically, I think if it really needs more time to bake, you and I both said we were both happy with what we saw uh, in that first unveiling. I was excited for Halo first time for me to be excited for Halo as well. Um, But I think if they really need if they're really taking it back to fine tune it and make it better they need to cut the ties of we need to develop this for two separate consoles unless maybe this is how they do it maybe it's only playable on xbox one via x cloud where it's actually using hardware that can handle maybe that's the case but i think for the sake of if they're really taking more time to make this the best halo game ever which they've said so many times that this is their 10-year plan you cannot have a no man's sky situation where people buy it they're disappointed and then you fix it 2 years later you get some excitement but ultimately then people just put it down or forgotten about it. They're putting all their eggs in this basket. They need to make it right, take the time, bake that cake and play it on the best place to play it which will be the Xbox Series X.
2: 100%. You know, I want
1: to
0: I want to add to this too because like in this whole like story arc that's been going on lately where you know the the theme has been like Xbox needs to catch up to PlayStation type of thing. I don't know if it's in genuine, in general just the uh, contrarian in me, but I have actually been finding more things appealing about Xbox, even though I am more of a mm-hmm. prime Sony person. Like when they said they were delaying Halo, I was like, please. like, And not because I need it delayed, but because of what Kevin just said though. Like if Xbox can kick things off a year later, that's better for me mm-hmm. because I've now got PS5 out of my system. I've now got those first run of games because there's good. There's that first year with all the games that come out and then there's the dip. So who comes in, in the dip Xbox, and then they come in with halo. And I'll be like, I'm in, let me do it because now I've had my fill of this other system. Now I can enjoy this one, which has baked a little longer has gotten. Now I was on the train of like, I did mock halo. I was like, uh, what era is this? Like, it seemed like a step back than a step mm-hmm. forward because I felt like environmentally, not gameplay-wise, environmentally, it was not as full as mm-hmm. it could be. Okay. But but with that as well, um, you know, so, you know, you said too, and, I, and I've and i been thinking of this as well, if it's a 10-year plan, I'm, I'm good with a 10-year plan. Mm-hmm. But do not come into your 10-year plan year five. Because yeah. after year one, if you don't have, like, meat on that bone, we're not coming back. And, that, and that's just how it is. You got to keep hooking your people and hooking your people and hooking your people. Kevin's a Fortnite guy. Why do people keep playing Fortnite even though everyone says Fortnite sucks? Because Fortnite does an amazing job with their seasons. Mm-hmm. No matter what, there's always a thing that hooks people. So keep finding the that's going to hook me into that plan. Give me something that happens later so that I can get this first system out, play the next one. I am totally okay with games being delayed. And then, like you guys, we are veteran gamers. We're husbands. We're dads. It's it's not always easy to sit down and clunk a bunch of time down and being like, I'm gonna play this game day one. Mm-hmm. I typically play it somewhere between day three and week two. <laughs> <laughs> day one, I get I you know what I get to do on day one? Install.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, um, I'm going to make several points and I just wanted to get that out of the way because I just wanted to say that I I don't disagree with you guys. If they wanted to delay Halo and make it the next-gen experience that people are looking for, and the first bullet point that I wrote down is the reason that people are angry or um, happy to... They're either angry and upset about the delay or they're like reveling in it, right? They're both out of the same case. Mm-hmm. They either want Halo to be the big, shiny, use case sales pitch for Xbox Series X, or they don't want it to be, right? But yeah. they both they both feed the same point. All right. I'm going to go in a lot of different places here. I'm going to try to stay above water, try to tread here. And I'm just going to say that I'm going to bring in a lot of different ideas, and I'm going to talk about like Call of Duty and Control's lack of backwards compatibility and stuff in here, too. But first thing that I want to talk about is... The notion or the idea That supporting Xbox One Will hold back a version Of a game on Xbox Series X That is fundamentally Wrong For a lot of reasons Now <clears throat> That doesn't mean That you could build a game That pushes all the limits and takes all the advantages Of, of better hardware and it'd be better And yeah that game probably can't run on Old hardware that's true uh-huh. Problem is Halo Infinite's Not that game Yet. Ratchet and Clank's not that game. Spider-Man's not that game. We don't have those games yet. They're years away. Halo Infinite has been in development for five years. The idea that they've been working on a game for five years and it doesn't run above 900p on PCs is ludicrous because they've been specking for Xbox One the entire time. Uh-huh. This game was in development before Xbox One X was out. So people, when, and in Chelsea... Me and Kevin, we liked what we saw. I thought it was a good game. Was it the most impressive game I've ever seen? No But I chalked that up to be stylistic. It was more cartoony. I thought it was more old-school Halo, which Mm -hmm. I actually appreciated more Now that style decision may have been wrong and that may have turned a lot of people off and by all accounts the Minority of folks that yell on the internet. They don't seem to like as much as I do That's that's really not really important. That's their prerogative. They can do that But that game What we saw from Halo Infinite is nothing that we haven't seen before. It's an open world, shared world online shooter with an open space. There's a difference between game performance, whether it can run at frames or certain resolution or be compatible with a machine and game design, whether or not a new machine allows you to do something that's never been done before. You now can have a world that's 10 Skyrims where last gen or last hardware, you could only do one Skyrim. Halo Infinite wasn't that. Did you did either of you have any of impressions that Halo Infinite had any special sauce that we've never seen before? Like something that fundamentally could not be done on an Xbox One console. No. Something that Doom can't do, something that Red 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 Dead Redemption 2 hasn't done, Grand Theft Auto, all the games Far Cry. Far Cry is beautiful. 4K on Xbox One X. You mean to tell me that what we saw in Halo Infinite is so grand? That it brings an Xbox One to its knees. I got one. A 10-year plan. That's true. But again, that, that brings me to my other point. My other point with this is that people using this this leak, and let's go ahead and get this out of the way. It's yep. false. At least by the, the amount of evidence we have. Because Halo's community manager came out and said it's false. He said, this is false. We're not dropping the Xbox One support. This is just a rumor. He just crashed it. Problem was, probably about three days too late a lot of people this this narrative is already out there and people are already believing it they're already spreading it. it's constant just go youtube or google or twitter halo and it's full of it and that's terrible and again if you're not paying attention to it sure you're not seeing it but regardless it's hurting the game whether you pay attention to it or not doesn't like people are and it's hurting the game it's hurting xbox that's not good it's misinformation that,
0: what makes this delicate too is that How do you respond? You know, because the way these cycles work out. You respond faster than
2: three days later, that's for sure. (laughs) But I'm
0: saying in terms of like sometimes it is a thing where it just it flares up for a minute and then it's gone within a day. And then it's one of those. But if we let it ride, it might last for three days. That balance of like how to function with like social media and like internet culture is a, is a really huge challenge and like delicate. But I think if you do have someone like, are you saying like who's inside, who knows who has hands on, then say it yep. like how you said, Here's the other... days later, like right out the gate, like who's this fool Why to the point of the
2: 10 year plan. People take Phil Spencer's nobody's gonna be left behind thing. Like it's some indefinite promise. And with right. xCloud, as I've brought up plenty of times, and you just brought up again, with xCloud, mm-hmm. that promise can still be there. But they've said, we're going to support Xbox One for our first two years of first-party releases. We yep. learned at the Xbox Game Showcase, that's basically Psychonauts and Halo. That's why yep. they said that, because they don't have any other releases. Yep. Right? So it's just Halo. So you could support... Halo infinite as it was as it was shown on Xbox one with no issues for two years and then make people upgrade that's and true still keep the promise that's people well, people are taking this as evidence of proof proof oh, it was no, no, no. proof Phil Spencer's lying proof to you Xbox can't do this proof that three four three is awful none of that's the case it's all
1: oh yeah crap i, I don't I don't think that it can't be done'm I'm, I'm making the argument that. Should you do it if, you're, if your fan base you that are you're catering to that you're pandering to was that upset about the way Halo looked and ran? Yep, then cut that chain. Then say, Okay, so he that's wants the to bring issue. It, then we're gonna bring it.
2: That's 100% and, right, but right. it's that's a separate idea, it's a separate no, thing. No, totally,
1: totally. Second point though, the Halo community manager thing sure, that's their official statement. It was also their official statement that Halo was going to launch with the Xbox Series X. So I'm not going to believe it yet. I'm just not. Because I think there's still a lot of conversation around this. I don't think it's decided yet.
2: I think you're totally fine with that. I have nothing to to go against. All I do want to say is that I often bring sourced backup information to Discord from reporters, and I get the same response from you and Devin all the time. Wait till the company says it. Well, the company said it. So until the company says something else, that's what we've got to go on.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and I believe and I and I agree. Most of the time, I, I would say, okay, they said it, then, then it's done. I'm just still concerned that Halo is a very is in a very rocky situation right now where I sure. don't think they know. I, I think they thought they knew what they were going to do, and now that that got blown up, so they're like, oh, shoot, what are we going to do? And that's why it took three days to respond to it, and that's what's going on. Like I think there's this is a live, fluid conversation right now that is still going to be talked about probably throughout the holiday season. So I would say, you know even if they're making official statements, I, I still don't, feel they know what's going on yeah, yet
2: you're skeptical so, one of the yeah. things i've always appreciated about you as much as i will argue with you i have always appreciated your cynicism you always seem to be trying to find the truth and and i agree um so that's what i'm trying to do here a little bit yeah. as well so i started digging in like why can't xbox one do this like what exactly are we referring to and and this really kind of brings in some of the other news that we've had today which is call of duty is not supporting smart delivery yeah <laughs> um they are doing the control route where they're going to make you pay extra now it's ten dollars you buy a seventy dollar version of the game and you can play both versions so like it's not that big of a deal Uh, unless you really upset like the practice and the principle of it which was me i've bought every call of duty every year and i'm not buying this one this year because i don't like what they're doing i don't support it and before everybody gets mad and it's just seven dollars and it's just ten dollars and it's not that big of a deal it is a big deal because call of duty doesn't need your ten dollars Call of Duty swims in money every year. They rake and it in. they're still
1: going to charge you for a season pass and stuff after this. Of course. So all the DLC Absolutely. And all that stuff. So they're going to have coming.
2: cosmetics. They're going to make all that money. Okay. And it's ridiculous. It is really ridiculous. Because here's the thing. And this is the thing that I actually, I think, I think it just all culminated together in like a, in a storm that just kind of made me upset. Sometimes I think we get too invested in the minutia and the details of the consoles and we lose sight of the forest for the trees. These consoles are PCs. We made the move to x86 architecture, which is standard architecture for all computers and PCs by AMD and Intel for the last 30 years. And the reason that we've done that is so we would have backwards compatibility. So systems would talk to each other. That was the biggest issue when we left power PC architecture from 360 and PlayStation 3 and the cell processor. So last gen, when Ubisoft said we need $10 for your copy of Black Flag or Titanfall. I understood it because they actually had to build two different games because they were actually building two different games for completely different architectures. That's not the case here. And we've had several... I was arguing earlier in the Discord with Devin and Haley, and I'm not trying to put them on blast, but I think what they're doing is they are hearing people saying similar things and they're running with it, saying these are different architectures. They're not. They're not. They are. It's a whole new seven seven nanometer process. It's a whole new chip. Its power unbelievable. Speeds we've never had before. But they are super PCs. Uh-huh. PC configurations already exist that emulate what this is. We already have systems for this. And we didn't pe- have back compat
1: with these with this gen either. So these like, people this we
2: do have so. scalable okay. products that can deliver this stuff. And before you go, but next gen. This Call of Duty isn't next gen. I would listen to that more four years from now. Mm -hmm. But now, no, it's the same game. They might shiny it up. It might be 4K, but these are sliders. And I know it's harder than that. I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm not trying. I'm trying really hard not to be like entitled gamer guy because I know that argument. I know that stereotype is out there. But in a lot of ways, they already do this scaling work. When they support PC, it's already being done. They support thousands of configurations on PC. Thousands that already are like next-gen consoles and worse than last-gen consoles. So the idea that Halo Infinite can't be possibly devoted for two consoles, Series X and Xbox One, in its current form, I think is ludicrous. It's just false in its current form. Also Mm -hmm. mention multiplayer is free-to-play. The whole idea was to get as many people playing as possible. You can't do that if you cut Xbox One. And if you're cutting Xbox One, you're essentially making the same statement that it also couldn't run on any PC that is at or below Xbox One standards. And I don't agree with that either. I don't think that's true. So I never thought the rumor was true, but I was really upset to see how many people ran with it, to be honest with you. Um, Because I don't think it requires that much I didn't have to do that much digging to find the understanding That I found and I've got way more Information here by the way I did look up somebody who built a PC Like um, Xbox One console With a rig, the Xbox One's AMD Jaguar processor CPU that also is in The Playstation 4, it's equivalent To about, let's see here, an FX 8120, did you know that that chip Can also run Fortnite right now at over 100 frames With a very low end graphics card Oh yeah The console, the box, the components are plenty capable of running what we saw from Halo. Mm -hmm. There's nothing holding back Halo. They can do Halo on Xbox One at 720p or 30 frames or whatever they got to do to make it work. They can make it work. That's what I'm trying to say. They can make it work. And at the same time, deliver you a ray tracing pretty one on Xbox One X or Xbox Series X. Totally can. Those two things can happen at the same time. doesn't Mm -hmm. require them to rebuild the game. They don't have to bring in another team. They don't have to outsource the entire game. You know, it's not a Titanfall situation. These, these things aren't apples and oranges. So I just felt like, I don't know. I feel like maybe people don't try hard enough. And, I, and ultimately what I was witnessing was just a lot of people hearing what they wanted to hear. They wanted to hear PlayStation generations good, Xbox horrible, and they just go with it. There's nothing I can do to change that. But at the same time, this is an Xbox podcast. And I would feel remiss if I didn't at least make Xbox's case. I mean, that's what our show is supposed to do. No, so, I,
1: I agree. I agree. And I mean, the whole the whole thing with the, the $10 extra Call of Duty, like, you're right. It's a weird precedent. And I, I said this last week, too, I think. It was that we're in the Wild West of gaming right now. Literally, we don't know when consoles are coming out. We don't know how much they are. Developers don't know what to charge. Like, we're seeing stuff all over the place where, you know, 2K and apparently Activision are going to go with $10 more. Uh, everyone else is like, no, nah, man, it's free. It's all good. Like, you got Ubisoft saying, hey, we're releasing... Three, three, four AAA games in the next year and a half or year, and they're all going to be upgraded for you. Even EA is doing it. Yes, it's time, but when
2: even EA is doing it, like, yep. come on, and Activision's not when they make all the money, right. right? Literally, how, pulled how last last ten years, game yeah. highest game sales, Activision has eight of the top twenty. Right, for it, sure. And it's
1: just crazy. Like, how did these publishers? You'd think they would have met and said, okay, here's the approach for next gen. Let's agree. Let's have a council and yep. say, this is what's going to happen. No, people just do whatever they want. Like like I made jokingly the statement, like watch Nintendo start charging $70. Yep. Why? Why not? Everyone's is doing it. Who cares? Well, here's the thing.
2: Same
0: game. But I reached you're out-, out. You're living out something though too, that like, I, though I do agree, like I, in these last two sort of generations, I've loved having a consistent price point. You know, games really haven't changed very much and you can catch them on a deal. Great. There's a, a huge x factor in this something that has shifted our mindset Our uh, yes exactly something that has shifted our mindset and that's game pass because now we are, are become accustomed to like because I heard I've heard this on questions that you guys have received should I get the game or should I wait till it comes on game pass yeah now now we don't want to pay we say I will wait I won't pay now I don't for want certain to pay things price yeah price. I mean
2: you get that for conditioned, conditioned mindset sure because to bring it back
0: and I know, yeah, the architecture was way different, but when Call of Duty back then was on two different platforms at the same time, you either bought the old version or you bought the new version. Yep. And you and and paid full price. Yes. So it's it's that we've now been conditioned to expect certain things. We so are the
2: entitled that gamer. conditioning is a big part of this Call of Duty NBA 2K control narrative because the reason yep. that they're doing it, I reached out to Jeff Grubb. I wanted to feel better. Like I was like, I can't be the only one that's thinking this. Like, to be honest with you, that's that's been the reason that I've been so testy on the, on the subject is because I feel like I'm screaming into a void. I'm like, how am I alone? How is there nobody else saying this? Because here's the thing. It's expected in consoles. That's the thing. They want to charge you for patches. They want to be able to charge mm-hmm. you for different versions because you're buying a console and that's how you've always done it on console. They don't want to give up that that market, that margin. But that is also the same sales point, the same reasoning why last gen they went to x86 architecture. That's the point. The point was to get us to be more PC-like, not for us. Right. For developers who are already developing for PC. And they're like, we can't keep developing three different versions of the same game. Like, we've got to have this unified. The
0: same same thing over and over. For 10 years. Generations growing up is saying, like, this new Xbox and this new PlayStation playstation are the same console
2: yeah and in so many ways they are and even (laughs) the next gen versions are basically the same they are both running the same ryzen rdna2 chip with an ssd (laughs) like they are basically the same with minor minor things between them but they are basically the same Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Chalfie, you gotta say you gotta give Donnie credit for that name drop earlier, really, like Jeff Grubb. You know, it's just like he just slides it in there all casually. Like, well, you know, you know, I talked to Justin yeah, Warner yeah. and I asked yeah. his opinion on it. And he told me I don't really care, Kevin. I'm busy cooking at Flavortown right now for Guys yeah. Grocery Game. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: well, you know, because if if I say I know a friend, or if I, I say know, like I if know. I go Dev right. and I just say my boys know or my, boys, my friends, yeah. like he has this random group of people that always backs him up on his own points. I wanted to actually. Let me go talk to somebody. And I asked Jeff. I was like, "Absolutely, this is not, we have to make the next version of the game. This is not a recouping cost. He's like, absolutely it's not. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're doing to this because this is what they can do in consoles. And if people buy it this year, guess what they'll say next year? Well, you bought it for 70 last year, so it's 70 right. again. Now, here's the mm-hmm. thing. Yep. I'm not opposed to paying $70 for games. I've mm-hmm. said that a bunch. That's yeah. the thing. I feel like I, I'm trying to walk this fence here because I don't want to come off as entitled or hating developers because I don't. I'm usually like a, def- a developer apologist. I'm always trying to defend mm-hmm. them. I don't mind paying $70 for the game. That's not my issue at all. I've been waiting for it. If you're like, going to do it, like I've been this. if you're going to do it, do it. But obviously, it's not that big of a deal for some people because they're not doing it. Right? Yeah. So if you're like, well, we got to make more money. And then you look at the earnings and you're like, you made more this year than you've ever made. Well, the cost of games are going up. So are your profits. Well, we got to make more money. But then why doesn't EA have to make more money? Why don't Indies have to make more money? Why is it you? Why do you, the company that makes Call of Duty, the game that makes the most money, need to make more money?
1: I mean, especially when you look at the the shifting in gaming parts and more and more people are going to digital. Well, guess what? They're making more money when we buy digital. And so many there's people no overhead, are going to the no excuse.
2: Distribution well, they've got to they've got to recoup stuff. their development for next gen.
1: But well, they don't they already did <laughs> because fine. the scalability that's, that's the is
0: there they Wait, already do an Activ- it this is activision who then makes the most money but continues to lay off too we, let's right oh yeah at the end. same time yeah
2: <laughs> and see the thing it's it's like i feel like when we when we accept that See, so here's the thing if it was true i would accept it but mm-hmm. there's no evidence that it's true everybody yes, that works in games says no we, we've got we've been doing ray tracing we have consoles that can that can go 4K60 on PC. We have versions of that game. It's already there. Yeah. They're just charging us because they can't that's literally all it is. It's just hundred
1: it, it P- PC proves that. You look at PC yeah. games. Like we can buy the same game on PC for ten dollars that costs us sixty on console. Yeah. it is the same game that, in fact, runs better on a PC than it does on my console. So that's one hundred percent. It's not though. And that's that's, no the, and that's, that's like, the difference. Real. <laughs> yes. With like that's the I'll, difference. Forget it, man. I'll get thirty games for a nickel. Like yeah. that's how, that's how it is.
2: That's I mean, the difference with the premium price. And I looked this up too because I wanted it to be true. That's the difference between the premium price on Switch and I'm going to say this too. Tablets or Apple, those are ARM-based architectures. They actually have to build a different version of the game. Yes. Those are different. Yes. So, yeah, I get it. Charge more. Charge the Switch tax. I get it. It costs you more to make. Sure. This doesn't. It just doesn't. And you can say that it does and manpower. And you're right. It does. It does take optimization. Somebody has to sit there and figure it out, right? I'm not saying it's insignificant. I'm saying they already do it. And when you buy consoles, you should buy with the expectation that they will do that. That's why you buy the damn console. <laughs> you're like, I mean, that, that's, that's, you that's cost factored in. You shouldn't bear that cost. That's their mm-hmm. cost to bear. But I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, you know,
0: we've gotten used to things. Like you're saying the $70 price. And I think this is something you were kind of lightly touching on. Like We become comfortable with certain things. Like, let's take this way back to, like, remember early DLC and how, like, we were all losing our minds. You want me to pay three bucks for a map pack? You want me to pay $5 now and then it kept in, because it's in that Call of Duty world where it was like, then you got the battle pass. And now we just assume a game releases or let me me take it back further remember a game came out and we lost our minds because it had a free patch
2: (laughs) and that was bananas and then we We should expect cross buy and cross play that should be the expectation i should buy call of duty and play it on whatever freaking version of the console that i own because i bought the game like pc
0: and now we get used to now we're conditioned not get used to it. it it's this fact that it gets forced on us that like we're gonna pay DLC. We're gonna they want to have their
2: box. cake and they yeah. want to eat it too. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah. They see that they can charge us for it because people have always paid for it, and they'll keep yeah. charging for it as long as people keep paying for mm-hmm. it.
0: So and ultimately, it's
2: a fight too. Where you say
0: ten bucks, man, ten bucks. You ultimately,
2: realize. I want to re- refrain and refocus that I just want to point out. I hope this at least makes some people feel a little bit better that the Xbox One will not hold back development. Of Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series X games that are further away, like when we were like, oh, man, I can't believe Forza is going to take so long. You know why? Because it's an Xbox Series X version of Forza because they're building a next gen version of Forza, a new engine and everything. It's going to take a while. That's why they were so confident when they said we're going to keep supporting Xbox One. Mm -hmm. If they had disclosed that this would have all not been a a, a matter at all. But they weren't right. They tried to do the marketing spin on it and it bit them in the ass. And Xbox is, they are stepping all over it all all over themselves on this. like they're really screwing this up. But I hate the fact that here's Xbox saying, you don't have to buy our console. You can we're gonna support you for two years with games. So tell me why. you know, Psychonauts two, Halo Infinite. And you can buy and play on any console you want. That's a good thing. Why are we turning it into a negative? I don't understand that. Like how do you bend that and go? See, They're stupid. That's a good thing. We should want everybody to do that. That's what we should encourage people to do, not do what Activision Call of Duty and Control are doing. That's bad. That's what we don't want them to do. Oh, God, I, I just hate it. I hated like navigating through all this mess. I'm like, this is, oh, it's just awful. It's toxic. Um, so anyway, it's not going to hold back development because those games are Xbox One games. They're just improved. It's like Xbox One X, right? Enhanced yep. for Xbox One X. That's what these games are going to be on Series X. Halo Infinite will be enhanced for Series X. Psychonauts 2 will be enhanced for Xbox Series X. The Xbox Series X games are three, four years away. They're coming, but it's going to take a while. Guess what, yep. though? Chalfie? PlayStation 5's games, are they're the same thing, right? Yeah. Horizon yeah. 2 wasn't built solely for PlayStation 5. They were building that game two right. years ago right it was being built with PlayStation 4 in mind now it'll be improved and they will absolutely take advantage of the hardware that that they can you know faster low times streaming they'll throw all that in there they'll soup it up but the true engines that can do Game design, like your vision, right? You guys follow me. You understand the difference between vision and performance. Yeah. Like the vision of like, man, I want to build a world that's bigger than any world we've never seen before. I want to have AI do something we've never done before. That's vision that new hardware can do that old hardware can. But the game, like performance, 720, 1080, 4K, 60, 30, all that stuff. That's just based on the hardware and xbox one can definitely run what they showed us from halo if doom eternal can run on xbox one halo infinite can freaking run on xbox one right like that i it's just a weird thing to say like oh it's gonna hold back the console it's not gonna hold back the console now if you want to now if you want to tell me what kevin told me i want the next halo game to be the coolest freaking game we've ever seen then yeah you have to build that game now kevin A game might take five or six more years to build, right? Right. Right? Right? That's not what this game is. Halo Infinite isn't this game. And that's what Ryan McCaffrey was referring to when he tweeted his statement. He was referring to Halo Infinite because that's the only thing it could be referring to. And that's wrong. Like, that's just wrong. He's incorrect. So. Yeah.
0: And I was going to say, too, is I think that we also get, like, gamer amnesia, too. Like, because I fully agree with you, Donnie. Like, it takes a few years before we see... Like, games look amazing right now on these consoles. They didn't look that great year one, year no, two, No, year three. they don't. And, you know, you hear the things of like, oh, this console is just, it's a retread console. It's a HD remaster console in, in the early runs of the console life. Why would we kind of expect any difference? We know what it is. So let's just start understanding that because like you said.
2: Well, that's the issue it, with control and...
0: NBA yeah, and all these things. These are the same that, games. It's silly to think that the development cycle like started the day the console was announced. Yeah. Like, nah, man. The
2: improvements was, so that you will see, <laughs> the improvements that you will see on these games that they're charging extra for, by and large, are built-in improvements because the hardware is better. Mm-hmm. Those load times are just better because it's, it's on an SSD. Not, not, they visuals didn't, will look a little they better. They didn't optimize for, for that. They didn't go and build that to be the case. It just is better because the hardware is better. That's what they're charging you for. That's mm-hmm. not a cost you should pay. You bought the damn console. You already like, have that performance. That's why like you, you bought Blu- it.
1: You buy a Blu-ray, <laughs> you play it on a crappy TV, it doesn't look great. Then you put it in like, this ridiculous 4K TV, it looks amazing. Guess what? It's yeah. the same Blu-ray. Nothing changes unless the that.
2: Blu-ray company was like, well, if you're going to buy a new TV, then we're going to need a little bit more money. Why? That's my point. (laughs) Exactly. They wouldn't do that because you're like, you didn't do anything. But if somebody did that, people would lose their minds. But here in console land, I don't get it. And you know what? I will. I I wish he was in the chat. I wanted to say Dev. I'm going to say it for all the things that I love arguing with Dev. Dev loves PC, but he just like suspends belief. And, And I'm not saying that he chooses not to. Dev just assumes that this is the case because these are consoles, but it doesn't have to be the case. And we have evidence as such. Look at all the games that aren't doing it. Like you said, Madden, Kana, all of the games that are doing cross-buy because it literally is flipping a switch. It literally is. It is mm-hmm. just that simple. Just I mean, like
1: I want somebody to test it and put their old game into the new console and <laughs> see if it still works without buying the, the more expensive version. Right, it's, it's more compatible. So what's the now? difference?
2: It is yeah. just I, I, like are they actually
1: are they actually baking in to turn off ray tracing? Like imagine that. Like like think that they're actually if you're buying physical, are there actually differences in the disc to say, whoa, if you put this one in, you're not getting 4K. Oh, you're not getting ray tracing. But if you put this one in, ray tracing's enabled. Like, what kind of crap it, is
2: that? If it's good enough for Cyberpunk, why isn't it good enough for everybody else? You know?
1: Keanu Reeves.
2: I don't I, That's Yep. the difference.
1: That's, yeah. And the That's thing is, friend. with architecture,
2: when you start talking about <laughs> chips and nanometers and processors and stuff, like, I think people just phase out. And so many people don't care about that. And I feel like they just assume, like, whatever they read on Twitter is true. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, it just you can't do it. I guess it's a whole different thing. You know, it's like, well, what do you expect it to be? Magic? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm really upset because this was the point of X86. Like, the whole point of us getting to this point was the backwards compatibility was never supposed to be an issue. Like, people are like, oh my god, with the SSD, we won't be able to play our old games anymore. How does that work in PC land? <laughs> like, I can play Sim Golf on my laptop today. That game came out in 1995. I can go and grab it and put it in and turn on optimize mode. And I can totally play it. It doesn't make any sense. It's not real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can do that today. In Steam, I could. I have an SSD. I could put a game on an SSD and play it. I could put on a hard drive and play it. It will run better on the SSD, but nothing will change. Yeah. And the dev didn't have to do a damn thing. Like, I don't know. Do you guys feel my plight? Did I make my case? Yep. Yep.
0: No, I, I, I agree with a lot of things you're saying because I don't think you're off base. I think there's just... There's things we get comfortable with. There's things that we should expect. Like, it, it's a hard balance, but I also think this wave of, like, everything is on fire right now. You know, like, why why isn't Nintendo doing this? And we're hearing again about another, another system, uh, the controller for PS5, and that's a disaster. It's like, everything is a disaster all the time, and it's like, it's not that bad. Like honestly,
2: yeah. like. I uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry happen. to interrupt you here. Um, I see Garrett in the chat, and he's sticking up for Dev, and, and I appreciate that. Dev did mention this earlier, and he's saying it's a different operating system. Here's the thing: that would be like true, and I would have more respect for it if there wasn't three operating systems. There are just three operating systems, basically. It's a PC and it's PlayStation, run, you and Xbox. You
1: can run the same computer it's, game on three different versions of Windows. It's not. That doesn't. Sorry, that doesn't. That doesn't. They take have, have, have built-in. They have built-in
2: tools. Like. To optimize for that, they do. I have listened to a podcast just this week from a developer who went on. Right, he's like, no, no, that's not how this works. We have tools. It's like, um, if I'm a front end developer, Kevin, you're know that I do HTML development. Mm-hmm. I have a toolkit that lets me see my front end development in a mobile yeah. phone, in a tablet, Great. in a desktop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have yep. the same thing. They literally can just optimize oh, yeah. for it. They have pre built profiles. They they code for this again. Yeah. That's not something we should pay for. That's not okay. something that's going to hold back it's versions of, of games. Business. That if you make games. That's what you do. And if you have any like if you're like, no, well, that's not the case. Go to a small indie developer who doesn't have millions of dollars and look at them. Put their game on 3DS, on Switch, on iPad, on Xbox, on PlayStation, on PC, on the epic with four people. Yeah. 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 Like- And four people is a lot of people. That's the thing. I feel like there's like this magic, like we don't know, like we don't really get the veil lifted up. So everybody's kind of thinks like there's just this magical thing going on making games. And I get it because it is awesome. Like when we get to buy these products, but there are real realities of this business. And that's one of them, like supporting multiple platforms isn't new. we have been doing this for 25 years (laughs) and it's different too, because it's not like, it's not like Nintendo and Sega. They we were completely different so you literally had to build different versions yeah. of the oh, game yeah. right these are the same systems <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway that's what I just I wanted to bring that that to the to the podcast tonight and hopefully there's an Xbox fan out there that's real excited uh, for their Xbox has been hearing nothing about how awful it was all week and hopefully they appreciate it chat seems to
1: yep yep seems like it <laughs> all right we have a couple little quick hit news topics where we dig into something i'm super excited about but the xbox ui update is rolling out slowly to alpha ring insiders now um donnie that's the one that makes it look like it's be really the same shop as we're going to see on series x correct is that
2: it is it's the series x ui it's rolling out to the alpha ring i'm in the yeah. beta ring so i don't have it yet um i do have the new store update it is really nice um it really really is rounded edges all the menus are redone it's the same thing but it's the navigation, I think, is improved, and, uh, Chalfie, the, the most important part, it's 50% lighter. It's super fast. The new yeah, store exactly. is, like, insanely Much fast. Um, just, I was downloading, I'm reviewing um, Tell Me Why with the Xbox Drive, and I've been playing it for the last three days, and I've had to download the episodes individually, and I click the button, and the store loads right up, and I click the button, I'm right out. Like, I was in yeah, and out in, like, four seconds. PC, that's what I want. Isn't I was like, this oh, this is beautiful. Quick, the entire new top. UI is the same way. It's all built off the same backbone, mm-hmm. and... Most importantly for me, they have animated themes that are coming, so you can actually have Ooh. real themes and they all have profiles that you can build you can build your own theme and it's super customizable like they have all these different like menus and groups and codes, and you can color code them all you want or you can set a preset one and they've got some abstract ones and they'll do some game ones right there'll be a halo theme and stuff oh, like sure. that, so yeah. all of that's coming too but um I know it took an entire generation for them to get back there but right. the new UI is really really good so if you're looking to buy a Series X this year fall just just know that the menus and everything look really really nice like they finally nailed it I hope they don't mess with it too much anymore nice. So will
0: your animated
2: background be Chucky swinging his knife? Oh, I wish I could have something like that that would be fantastic <laughs> and I, I know so you can do the customizables. yeah I'm hoping that they'll let us build our own and share they used to do that with like the yeah. first UI mm-hmm. on Xbox I would hope that they would let us do the same Thing because I I think that would be really cool I I would Rather do that than them charge for it but If they charge for it I would still buy them like if there Were licensed ones I would still buy them because I I like That it's one of my favorite things about my PlayStation Four is I have a bajillion different Themes that I've purchased and acquired over the years kind of Just show my personality when I log Into the to the console I like that
1: Now I I will say I want to point out for People watching and in the chat especially I do find It really disrespectful that Donnie has the grave of Ray Charles behind him that's just In bad taste
2: (laughs) when you first said that i was like does kevin not know and then i had to say and think about it i was like he totally knows this is a thing with me like they'll they say these jokes and i'm like what and then they just move on and i'm like i catch them later this
1: is why people like prime it's, it's charles
2: like prime. lee ray now if you're gonna correct me on my horror stuff i'm gonna throw out here that you totally use freddy krueger quote with the jason gif like come on man
1: no that's, i just picked that's a gif that had prime in it that's port- all i did i looked up a gift it's that's poor taste prime. you I should have
2: known it. better you should have known better if you're gonna right. bring horror to Donnie, you gotta like do it right. It was Dream no, Warriors, I, man. Dream Warriors is I amazing. In, I
1: typed in the GIF. Right. I in the GIF in Discord Prime, and it came up, and I just picked it because it was. It said a phrase that I'm not gonna be on the show. Not good. Because children listen. Down. Anyway. Downvote. All right. Next update: Grounded has been updated yet again. New recipes, story missions, new gear, new mutations, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure I think I deleted it today off
2: my. Xbox. yeah. Did you ever kill a spider?
1: no i the my issue is i have way too much to play right now so yeah. i'm just like eh, i i focus better if i have only a few things in my xbox to look at then i don't get tempted to go jump around so it's off the tablet for now uh but eventually it'll come back I, probably closer to. i'm not gonna release, go back
2: you know? because I'm i'm yeah. kind of the same way grounded is one of those games where it's so big and you could spend so much time playing it that it's intimidating to me now having played it and given it like a whole week I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I can't do this. Like, I'll just do this <laughs> forever. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't do it. So I'm the same way, but I'm really excited for them. Um, and I'm really excited for the players. I know folks out there wrote it off and I'm gonna say it again. I know we've already said it, but don't write that game off. That's a really good video. Game. Oh, yeah. If you're into survival, yes. that's one of the better ones I've ever seen.
1: Agreed. Um, Last quick news hit. Wasteland 3 is out Friday and getting some incredible reviews so far. Um, Call out one especially. Wasteland 3 is a declaration to an industry that is forgetting how to do these types of games that they bloody well deserve to be here. They can and should compete at the very top of what we have perceived to be so-called AAA games. This is gaming at its most punk. It's raw and unapologetic, but never heartless. Five out of five.
2: That came from Jez. Over at the Xbox 2 show. He reviewed it this morning from Windows Central. That was a glowing review if I've ever seen one. Um, I was never excited for Wasteland, but Game Pass. I'll try Have my attention. Yeah, I'll try. Got my attention now.
1: Um, <clears throat> all right, so now to the stuff I really want to talk about. This is my Halo conversation right now. DC Fandom was last week. And the not-so-secret games were finally unveiled. Uh, what WB Montreal is working on and Rocksteady, which are both... Batman-flavored, I'll say. We didn't get uh, first the Batman true. game, right? This is the Batman game.
2: No, no, like the Batman, the solo Batman game. There was a, there was another rumor that we were going to get the Batman game.
1: No, no, no. So I'll get into it. So the first okay. one unveiled was W Montreal Gotham Knights uh, 2021. This is the one that's been teased that everyone thought was going to be Batman because it had Court of Owls and all that stuff. So that's the one that they did all those cryptic things for before. Oh,
0: really? So this is yes. the Batman game, but it does <sighs> yes. have the rumor in it because was it supposedly Batman is not alive in this one right
1: right that's what they say uh, so this takes place um uh bruce wayne has allegedly died in a Batcave cave explosion leaving the four other bat family members in charge of protecting gotham and the lawlessness that follows his death uh you'll play as a crew comprised of robin batgirl nightwing and red hood um against the court of owls mr freeze was shown um they did say it's not a continuation of the arkham series um montreal did of course arkham origins back in the day which was the one um that was the only one not done by rocksteady basically um but yeah it looks like B- batman dies at the beginning allegedly um and you play as his four protégés to follow in the footsteps defending gotham from all over it looks so that's pretty my disappointment
2: because awesome. it's like anthem batman well mm, no yeah. It's co-op.
1: No, they're they're saying it's not being done as a games as a service thing. Like this is right. a narrative okay. thing that will be have a
2: the narrative a is the same, but beginning, it's still middle and end to it. So get it your be, four friends together and play online together, Batman.
1: You can only play two people, so no. Okay, it's it's co-op uh, only. So yes, I get your your thing there. Like, hey, is this their attempt at doing like the Avengers, but with the DC version to an extent? Yes, but not quite. It's not right, done but it's same not right. like your single player. That's more the Batman. other
0: game you're probably going to talk about.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but Gotham Knights, I thought it looked great. Um, I like the fact you can flip between the characters. Um, all are, if you're into the comics, into the, the lore there, um, they have very distinguishable characteristics, fighting styles. Uh, even motivations are very different amongst everybody.
2: Can I pick just one and just play the entire game by myself with that one person?
1: That's what it is rumored to be, yes. Then okay. you can and pick your favorite and go with it. You can
0: also change on the fly okay uh, all I, right I thought, Ooh, so you can change on the fly but there's like components where like this is the batgirl level type
2: of thing
1: i didn't see anything saying that so typically Probably when
2: yeah. we have these type of games that's what they do they're like yeah, yeah like you've got to be able to break walls so you need the like, heavy yeah and exactly yeah, you can yeah. be
0: anybody but you know who's gonna break the
2: wall this one yeah like like avengers yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. It says, so you can take Gotham Knights entirely as a single-player game or two-player co-op. In the gameplay preview, uh, Robin drops in to help Batgirl put Mr. Freeze's plan on ice. Robin seems to pop into the session as Batgirl is still headed to the objective, so it looks like we can expect drop-in co-op. Um, it does have RPG elements, your characters level up as you play yeah. as them. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm just excited for the narrative. Like, I mean, yeah, it's disappointing to not have Batman, although there's rumors that... Batman may show up later on. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but there is so people in the chat are saying, no, there's no only Batgirl level idea. So I guess that's not in play.
2: But I okay. don't know if that's true or not. That makes me a little um, bit more excited But it. But yeah. like, like always with these sort of things, I will hang back like Avengers and I will wait for my comic book crew to inform me because you'll, of, you'll
1: just wait for me to buy it Donnie. Yeah, that's it, what's going to happen. Probably um, still won't play. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm here day one on it. I'm bummed. It's 2021 because I want my red hood game. I want to play as the Batman that kills basically. Um, and I want to play through it, but I, I was very excited about what, what we saw. Uh, this just looked great to me. And I think the court of owls, um, narrative there is a very unique one that hasn't been done yet. So it's not done to death as we get sometimes when we rehash up these superheroes. Uh, but for me, it looks pretty darn cool. Cool. Nice. Um, The other one that was unveiled was what Rocksteady has been working on. Also, the not-so-secret game, The Suicide Squad, uh, Kill the Justice League. So this was teased out a few days earlier. Uh, We saw the poster featuring Superman with a target on his head and said, Kill the Justice League. Um, We were only treated, though, basically to a pretty lengthy uh, trailer for it because the game is not launching until 2022 um, featuring uh, four-player co-op again. Um, this one I think is a little bit more, uh, Anthem-esque, um, there, Donnie and Chalfie. Uh, you'll be able to play as Harley Quinn, Deadshot, uh, King Shark, and Captain Boomerang all seem to also have their own, uh, set of characteristics, playability styles, special moves, so on and so forth. Yeah, who's like they Shark are. Man? King Shark, yeah.
2: Who is that? I saw he's... him in the trailer. I was like, I don't know who this Do
1: you remember Killer Croc from the Batman Arkham games? Yes. The giant crocodile guy in the sewers. That
2: I remember him basically... in the movie.
1: Well, yeah, he's in Suicide Squad. King Shark is basically the same premise; uh, he's just a shark instead.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Now, is there? Are they really that? Because I've heard this in a few places. Are they really interchangeable characters, or is it just depending on what you're reading? Nope
1: out? it says it says as well as this one; these are also changeable on the fly, according to what's been said so far um, by Rocksteady. So, or oh, I mean, more like the Killer Croc and Shark. Got oh 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 yes yeah i mean they're pretty much this and even in suicide squad they've used them both numerous times i think they just kind of introduced king shark to not have everyone be batman villain themed to start introducing people from the like king shark uh, yes batman encounters him but he's more known as a flash villain like flash runs into king shark a little bit more but
0: now is he of the street sharks gang or no
1: yes okay yes confirmed okay
0: oh, yes. do
2: got you guys it. think storytelling can be affected when you can just play as whoever you want in these sort of things when
1: it's a team based one, yes, because you're not, the story isn't revolving around one specific like, character. Like it's not Batgirl's story,
2: it's not Robin's story, no, it's, it's this, all about it anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of where it fits. And with Suicide Squad especially is they're given the objective or their head explodes if they don't complete the mission, if they don't follow the rules. So they're all motivated. For that's, that's the whole premise of Suicide Squad is uh, Amanda Waller has them all. They're all criminals. Right. They're all sentenced to jail. To get time off their sentence, they go on these crazy missions where they basically could die, but it doesn't matter because they're villains, hence right. Suicide Squad. But Donnie, a ship is know- implanted in their brain that if they get out of line, right. she can detonate it and they're dead. Right you
0: know way. who should have made this game, Donnie? Hmm. Suda.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been cool um wouldn't be bad It'd be stylistically
1: very different because um, right. this 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 graphically looked pretty darn good i will it say did. like this yeah. was this looked good and they're forced to go after the justice league which is going to be interesting because none of these villains uh shown here could go toe to toe with both of these basically anyone from the justice league
2: are both of these next gen only or are they cross cross support
1: uh, I believe Gotham Knights is scheduled for cross support. Suicide oh, Squad at 2022. 20, I'm going to say that's got to be Kevin, next general.
2: How are they doing it? I mean, Halo can't possibly do it. It's going to hold the system back. Like, it's insane. I well, don't to understand. be fair,
1: Gotham Knights already looked better than Halo, but just.
2: I know. That's also, that doesn't <laughs> negate my point. That makes. It no,
1: no, absolutely. <laughs>
2: That makes oh, yeah. the point.
1: Yeah, I, be- I believe they're both for the Gotham Knights will be on both, and I think Suicide Squad is next gen only. I'm trying to find out. You know, another point sure. I was
2: thinking is like, how great does The Last of Us look in Ghost of Tsushima? How much better? Oh, they, God, yeah. How much better do those look than Halo? But nobody's like, God, we can't develop for PlayStation. It'll hold back PlayStation Five. <laughs> uh, you're,
1: you're right, and I said that before. Like, we haven't stressed the limits of what they can do. Um, we have memory wise. Concepts, but,
2: yeah. but yes, you're you're you. I, and that's another thing that I've always really been fond of your takes. You're right. Like when it comes to games overall, like finished product. I'm the consumer. I don't care about your challenges. Right. You're 100 percent right. We are maxing what we can do memory wise. That's why we're getting games that skip and load and all that. Like that's a thing. Absolutely. Um, but no, you're right. Like they could do more.
1: <laughs> so Gotham Knights is confirmed. It's coming to, it will launch on PS5, PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox Series X, Xbox One X, and PC. So you're telling why me PlayStation that PlayStation 4 Pro is, is called out especially. So they're
2: that. making it for all the operating systems. Except Nintendo. Oh man, all those operating systems. The Xbox operating system, PlayStation's It's just, I guess that's why it's 2022 or later. I guess it's just, you it take some time.
0: Is it on Stadia? It on Stadia? <laughs> no
2: got to mention that that one too yeah that operating system so, as well
0: yeah
1: so suicide squad is not coming to ps4 or xbox one it's in development only for ps5 xbox Series that makes X sense because it's 2022 so, yeah
2: yep, i don't think yep. anybody would be playing on these old consoles by then
1: nope so yeah that so that's that's the skinny on those but i'm very <laughs> excited for both games um love me um some rocksteady and wb montreal i don't mean games.
2: to i don't mean to try and take away from your excitement it's just i i, I am i think first and foremost i've always been a, like a real batman fan and when it comes yeah. to these games i've really enjoyed those games mm-hmm. and i like them more for the story and like how all the characters interact through the lens yeah. of batman i'm a little bit more hesitant to understand like what is that like if i could just be anybody like how does that story change? I, well,
1: I bet there's still gonna be conflict like i i can't imagine i mean i could be wrong but i can't imagine narrative wise gotham knights if you're playing as like red hood the entire time and you're just blasting people that you're not gonna get some friction from nightwing and robin being like dude what are you doing like chill out that was kind of my issue with the avengers demo
2: actually was the avengers demo i was playing and i was like all right i'm you know i'm the avengers and it was like now you're hulk in the woods i was like what yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that was also the
1: beta was the beta was pulled from all over the place though story wise so maybe there's a reason we don't know yeah um but yeah i i have faith in these i have faith but i but i get your concern you're right it's a it's a lot harder to write for multiple characters than just one um but in gotham knight especially uh, Arkham Knight, rather, you got to play as a lot of these characters, so yep. they've already toyed with that idea and yep. it still fit into the narrative how that works So it's just doing it without Batman, and who knows, Batman may show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm it's kind of weird. I'm sure it will. You know?
0: Save the Batman. Will they, will they talk about how his parents died before they talk about him dying?
1: You know, maybe that really hasn't been covered in movies or, or really anything. I think you gotta be matter. a diehard so fan I'm to know that waiting. stuff. I'm That's a deep waiting. cut. Yeah.
0: Waiting. Hey, someone call Mike Fowler right now. Just ask him because he knows. Well, stuff. I'm wondering how many people saw it and were like, hey, who were all these other people? Like, I know Robin.
2: Mm-hmm. Who, who, who's Nightwing? Who's Red Hood? Dude, like, that's me. Half of it. I know Red yeah. Hood only from like the rumors that we were investigating. Again, I like to be in the know. So when all yeah. that stuff came out, I remember you and I talked about it. Yeah. But yeah. Half saying, the,
1: Rob, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood are all technically have been Robin before. Half yeah. those
0: people. I'm like, I don't know who the hell I know Nightwing are. from Teen Titans Go. <laughs> what <laughs> no yeah was he from something else <laughs> yes
2: so you gotta you gotta bring it you can't come talk this stuff with kevin he'll 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 serve you all right
1: let's move on we got some tony hawk things to cover here go ahead donnie
2: um yeah so tony hawk's pro skater comes out next week like 10 days from now right it's like september 4th so roughly next week and um This is why Chalfie wanted to come on the show. He actually reached out to me because Chalfie put on my radar about a month ago, cab, this documentary that's been making the rounds called pretending I'm a Superman. And, uh, I ordered it and watched it day one, the day it came out. And, um, I sat down with my wife. She watched it and Jack kind of watched it too. Jack wasn't as interested in it. (laughs) It kind of upset me. Um, Absolutely love the documentary, and you know everybody in our Discord already knows. I'm super excited for these games to come back. Like me and Haley are leading the charge on that one, and yeah. I just thought it'd be great to kind of just reminisce and remember, you know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two. Talk about the game coming out next week, the demo that just came out, the warehouse demo, and uh, this documentary. So, Chalfie, I'll start, but just by saying, man, I got I got my demo and I played it um, for a couple hours. I'm not nearly as good as Tony Hawk as I remember. Like I, <laughs> all of the timing felt a little off to me. Um that's not to say it's bad. I feel like the the mechanics and the, the controlling feels right. Um it just shows that I haven't played this game in like 15 You're just years old. Right. Oh. It's just, it's been a long time since i played these games. We're talking the turn of the century when I played Pro Skater and I really only played 1 and 2. I fell off way before, like, we had, like, the Wii board and stuff. Like, I was yeah. way d- done with it since then. I think I played three, and I think I may have just put it down after three. I was like, Yeah, this is not as good. Um, yeah. But the original two are some of my fondest memories playing a video game, and Tony Hawk was one of those games for me that, I like, like WCW and W Revenge, I just played indefinitely. I just kind of played them for years at a time. Um, I never got rid of them, because... And I was explaining this to to Jack when we were watching the documentary. And, and really, Victoria, Kevin, you get a kick out of this. She was like, they were going over in the documentary, um, the music. And, like, uh, you know, they had all these oh, different yeah. bands that were talking about the music and stuff. And and I was like, oh, man, I used to love just skating around listening to music. Mm-hmm. And my daughter looked at me and she was like, you just listen to it on your phone. Oh, <laughs> wow. And I was just like... Oh, that stings. It's like you realize that this game came out before we all had phones, before yeah. Spotify. Do you, do you know how many CDs Google we'd have play. to play to find all these phones right. at one point? I was like, this is a curated list. A beautiful a Spotify playlist.
0: <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> man, that hurt it stung. Um so Yeah, I mean, did you play the demo, Javi?
0: Yeah, okay, so I did play the demo. I fully understand what you're saying about not because it's very it's fluid. And when I say food, I mean, like it feels very, like, liquidous. Like, the way he moves, it's, like... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's interesting. Now There's, like, a flow.
2: There's a momentum to the skater. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I'm sorry to remember. I played these games on N64. So, like, I'm all out of, like, I'm playing on oh, Xbox, what? and I'm, like, I don't remember the combos. I don't <laughs> remember anything. <laughs> no, I'm mashing buttons
0: like you would not believe. Yep. Now, I will say this. Um, so, I, I played all the way up up into like thug like I, I really enjoyed these games but I struggled when it's when analog sticks came into play mm. because it's like the combos are weird so go back play the demo use the d-pad it's oh it takes you back I didn't even like, know you oh, could
2: use the d-pad
0: <laughs> yes you can and that's the difference because when we played in the early one and two it was d-pad like analog stick hadn't really come into play yet those are like the early controllers so it's like when you're doing like, like I did today, like a, one of the tricks was like up, up and then X. And it was like, but that's for me, not as easy. To yeah. Do.
2: Yeah, exactly. With the stick, it's like weird. I was like, yeah. I was doing the 900 with Tony Hawk, obviously I jump in there and do yeah. that. And yeah, it's like right down. And I was like, what is just like a wheel motion? Was yeah. this the hit stick? What am yeah. I doing here?
0: There's still <laughs> up, down, left, right actions. Whereas like if you play the skate games, they are like swooping motions because they're supposed to replicate your feet. Whereas this is like down, down. Why? You know, like it okay. makes a lot of so, sense. So go back, play it. And you'll be like, this is it.
2: Yeah. Cause I also kept feeling like I kept landing sideways. I was like a half turn off on everything. I was like, oh, I kept yeah. trying to let go. And I was like, I'm just, my timing is off. I'm to have to relearn to play this entire game, but yeah. It looks great. Like fantastic. It was, like it's a really really good recreation of the game. If anybody ever played the HD version that came out last gen, it was kind of a mess. It was not good. Was this is 1000 times bad. better. This is way 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 better.
0: Yeah. Now, did you did you have a good wave of nostalgia when the load screens came up and the music kicked in? Yeah.
2: Yes, of that course. I just and I, I can't tell you. I mean, a lot of these games with music brings me into it like when I think of Grand Theft Auto I often think of just driving around the open world you know doing weird you know random stuff listening to the music and Mm -hmm. rock band and all that stuff comes back to me I can actually place times where I was playing the game just by listening to the songs and that's why I appreciate the documentary so much and Kevin the documentary is really really good um, what is it on where can i watch it you can watch it on console it's on xbox playstation you can watch oh, it on amazon okay. and amazon's fixed now when i rented it, amazon sound was way off they sent me a screener code i might even be able to send you the screener code you may have to pay for it oh, it sure. might still work um yeah. Uh, but yeah and you can get it on google play and amazon and itunes and all that stuff too I mean, it's like nine bucks to buy i think yeah and it's like, like five bucks yeah. to rent so yeah. much
0: i bought mine from amazon but i ended up buying it because i had like all those little don't send it now. Get a buck. Get yep, yep. Nice. The skaters have been doing that too. buying, does it all the reason. time. So then, when it was yep. like four dollars to buy it or five dollars to rent it, I was just like, Shh, I know I'm going to watch this a ton of times. Sure. So let me do that. And this is kind of why I messaged Donnie too, because it's like I know I'm making an assumption, but I'm guessing that you maybe weren't the most hardcore of skaters.
2: I could not that. skateboard to save my life. I was really into um rollerblading, so I, I did go through a skating phase and was pretty good. Well, that was, that was fun pretty fun decent. Guys. This I'm gonna leave now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I tune I tune in when every time you go live with skating. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So
2: do I. I have to do that like quite a bit too. It's it's I'm always very like, entertaining. What the hell
1: are you doing? It's like eight o'clock at night and you're like I'm skating. Love it. Like,
2: just skating. Just, just telling you, point. man, like skating's not really in the core of uh, like rural Georgia. It's not really mm-hmm. like a thing. You know, do it's not all that's skate true. parks. There's no half ramps or quarter pipes, like there's nothing really going on around here.
1: In yeah. New England yeah. our roads are trash, so you can't even <laughs> skate. Right
0: yeah, I don't I didn't experience that. <laughs> um. Yeah my my buddy texted me today when he saw that I was playing Tony Hawk earlier and he's like, "Are you really playing Tony Hawk right now?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You Cali dudes, I tell you, mm. so <laughs> the game is so <laughs> it, it,
2: huge. It's so much more than that."
0: Yeah, yeah. It, but it, but so this is where I hit up Donnie because he comes from the gaming end. And watching that documentary, I think they did a really good job. Like yep. when they br- they brought in um, what's the competition? Uh, Twin. It was the guy in the stripes, and he was talking about the games and then Twin Galaxies? Twin Galaxies. Yeah, okay.
2: And uh, so when you was- said competition, I thought X game, so it took me a minute. You know, Actually, so- I was like, I him,
0: like, where are you going? <laughs> so I got competition because <laughs> I've also been watching a lot of high score.
2: Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's the, the Twin that. Galaxies folks for sure.
0: Yeah, so when Twin Galaxies was on, it was like them talking about the game, talking to Neversoft, bringing in like historical, like skate stuff. And I was like, this is where Donnie and I like cross mm- paths. Yeah. Because this is like, this is it. This is where we have a common ground. Now, I know that you guys name dropped earlier, so I'm going to take my opportunity right now. But when these Tony Hawk games came out and it took me back into that moment, the first time that I really got a lot of good gaming time in was when I was house sitting in Hollywood for Essay from 311. And Ah. it was like, it was rad because he had a huge TV. Yeah, oh, yeah. He had multiple PlayStations, and he was just like never turned them off because it was just man, there was no auto resume. So it was like if you're in a level, you just leave you pause and leave it on. Yep. And it was just like I remember it took me back to that where I was like, I'm in college because remember I'm way older than you guys. You guys were probably like in seventh grade or some nonsense, but. um you know, I'm in college, I'm playing these games, I'm in Hollywood, I'm in this big old house. And I was just like, I, I like, I remember everything. Like I I can feel like the the wind and the sun and all that stuff. And I was like, this is amazing. But it's also my skate core too. Like I still skate, like skating has been a part of me for a long time. You have to really
2: appreciate in the documentary, how far they go to prove how authentic they set out to make the game. Yeah. And, and how a video game company normally wouldn't do that, especially mm-hmm. back then.
0: And then the fact that it's it's a very cart it's a not cartoony, it's arcadey. It's an yeah. arcade game. Like it's not a sim, but the environments they used yep. are very real. I and that would yeah, stuff. Be interesting too because I remember sitting with my friends at a school skating and then being like, "Dude, it would be rad if you could do This to that to that, and they were so beyond like, yeah, you weren't going to be able to skate off the roof and grind down the rail, you're gonna break both your kneecaps off like, that's not gonna happen. Tony Hawk, you can, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah, right. Well, it's so funny because they bring Tony in and he's like, Yeah, he's like, I sat with him, he's like, I felt it for the first time, and he's like, I knew they were onto something. He's Mm -hmm. like, But I had to help them so much. He's like, They're naming tricks that don't exist, they're doing this. He's like, All this stuff is ridiculous, take it all out, and even have the folks they're like, Yeah, we didn't really know, but. He was the expert, so like what foresight or just trust, I guess, to bring somebody in like Tony Hawk and just let him tell you what to do like and not not bucket, not make a video game, right? don't yeah. make an arcade thing, don't make blitz, don't make s s x tricky, you know, like make a legitimate skating game with legitimate skaters with legitimate tricks and everything like that um
0: and that's also one of the the timelines where. skating is like very like a like a wave and that was one of as we were heading into a slump at the time so for even these companies to take a chance on skateboarding was like nobody's really skating right now at that time it was it was a lull and um so it was just a trip but even i was going to talk about like the environments as well when tony hawk 2 came out there's a level called um, Skate Street, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was a, is an actual skate park. I mean, it's not there anymore, but I used to skate that park, and it is straight up that park. Mm-hmm. Now, side note to this: like, there's portions of it in the documentary where they're in Skate Street, and um, totally forgot that I've quote unquote skated with Tony Hawk, and. It's one of those things where like, you think you're good at something until you see a pro and just like, I'm just gonna, my knee, my my leg hurts right now, so I'm just gonna stand. He like, he was just larger than life. And I can clearly tell you, there's like this big wave wall. And I remember him hitting the wall, riding up, coming down, launching off this edge of this ramp, hitting another one and just clearing Whereas I was stoked that I could ollie over. the At max my best was I could do about seven boards. And that's just up and down. Right Now, he probably did about 15 across. Right. With like not even a pump. Just yeah. who cares. And I just saw him ride and I was like, this dude is unreal. But when I got to play Tony Hawk and skate like that, it was like, ah, that's That's what this feels like. It's the
1: dream. It's the fantasy.
0: Exactly.
2: And they talk about how many people, like what, what Tony Hawk did to bring popularity to the sport and really kind of help pave the way for X games and all that. And how many people got introduced to skating because of Tony Hawk? And actually, we've actually had these conversations with Caroline in the past with Animal Crossing. I really appreciated, um, um, was it, I can't remember his name. The Cali guy, um, I'm gonna have to look it up.
0: <laughs> oh, I know all of them.
2: Which one?
1: <laughs> no, no, I meant you're the Cali guy, right? So yeah. <laughs> it's just you, yeah. That is
2: true. Hang on, let me look up Tony Hawk characters because I don't want to misrepresent here. Again, also, I'm not I, the I take resentment person. to
1: your comment that that we were in seventh grade while when you were playing. So, pro skater came out in '99. I graduated high school in '99, so I enrolled in college. My no, I was I was in, I was in like sixth
2: grade. You're spot on. No yeah, Donnie right. was
1: Donnie was a fetus at the uh, time. Actually, Steve
2: so. Steve Caballero. Oh,
1: Steve Caballero,
2: yeah. He uh-huh. talked about it. he's like, look, he's like, and a lot of people started showing up at skate parks and stuff. He's Damn. like, and you know, a lot of people like took offense to that and they're like, what are these you know hipsters doing with our sport and whatnot? He's like, I never wanted that approach. I wanted yeah. to open it up, like, you know, like, let's share this passion of ours with everybody that comes in. And, and I, and I loved how they, cause, cause there was a, I forget the other guy's name, the guy that was like in his library with like incense and oh, stuff around him.
0: Nolan. Now, if you ever want to be <laughs> bummed out, like, super, like, I, there's a Bones Brigade documentary and you can hear it in his voice, the way he talks to it's very like mechanical. Yeah. And, and his story is depressed. He got really good at this, like, what is he's like the grandfather of like modern skating with all these tricks, but he, he grew up in a way that was very like restrictive. So he could only skate like in a five by five concrete flat area. And that's the only time he can do it. And so he learned all these insane tricks, it's just made
2: up stuff. He
0: was just confined. Yeah.
2: yeah and like, he talks like, about it. He's like, you know, like I didn't like it at first and I didn't like the popularity and I didn't like him going with Tony Hawk and I didn't like all these people coming in and, and I feel like, that also kind of plays with gamers because I think we've all kind of felt that way. You Mm -hmm. find something you really get passionate to. And then like all of a sudden it hits big and you're like, where the hell are all these Johnny come lately's now? Like, where were you, you know, when I was supporting it before. Right. You know? Um, and I really appreciate that part of the documentary as well. And I think there's a lot of crossover and a lot of overlap and parallel there. And it's just a really great history lesson. It's a really great dive in nostalgia. And, um, I think the most, my favorite part of the documentary was Tony talking about his license, his rights to his likeness. Yeah. They offered him, like, was it like a million dollars or something in like 98, and he turned them down.
0: 500,000. Yeah, and he's he was like, like, no. More money than I'll ever see yeah. at the time.
2: And he, and he, he had the like, foresight. He was like, they offered him a lifetime license deal. And you remember mm-hmm. the end of the 90s, that was all the rage. Like oh, yeah. every musician was doing it, everybody was getting Pepsi deals and everything. Like that was the name of the business was to get popular enough that you could sell your license and you know you could just live forever. That's what he did, and and they were like uh, he had foresight. Turn him down. He was like, nah. He's like, I think this is gonna be pretty popular. The X Games are starting to get rolling, and yeah, a couple of years later, he sold for way more money, and that's yeah, also cool. Like
0: you say that within a matter of months, he had already like tripled that yeah. offer. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Wow, and that's, that's really, really cool. Cause it is even the whole, they actually even go through like a whole history of the studio and the games that they used to be working on. You remember those early designs for pro skater it was like this apocalyptic world that they already had from another game that they just dropped a skater in. It's just like a snowboarding thing. It was, um, it was, um, uh what's his name from diehard yeah, it was bruce willis that's right it was, it was apocalypse cool.
0: apocalypse <laughs>
1: yeah. was the game because do,
0: do you guys ever play apocalypse no
1: like, that's the game that's what i'm talking about yeah that was the one bruce willis was
0: it's a yeah. fun game like it's really good for the time it was really, really good
2: yeah yeah like yeah in their trip. demos Kev, they used all those assets to make skateboarding it's bruce willis skating around apocalypse <laughs> with like a big old gun on his <laughs> yeah with his I mean, gun yeah. and, shit and stuff exploding You're like what the hell's going on
0: uh, you do, you know. So I got my hands on that like that build like years later because it was just one of those things floating around and then being a Cali person someone knows someone who has a thing who can hook you up and it was a trip because I was like oh that straight up is like Bruce Willis from the game like this is yeah. so crazy yep it's wild but that game though it really it bridged a lot of gaps it, for people who always wanted to skate but like how, you know you guys said like Hey, the ground's not built for it around me. I can't go do that. Or, you know, maybe you just don't want to break a leg or an ankle or something like mm-hmm. pick it up and just, just do. the. I just wasn't stuff. good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. I just I was never good at skateboarding. I didn't know anybody that was nobody could teach me. Um, you know, like that time and place. I don't know about Kevin in high school, but in that time and place for me in middle school, there was definitely like a skater thing. People were adopting oh, yeah. a lot of the culture and a lot of the clothes and stuff element. Without, without even skating, you know, like without even skating themselves. I probably did it myself. Um, I think it was more because I was poor, but definitely I did the same thing. I was I it was good at roller skating. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a fashion thing.
0: You had the the baggy pants, like you said, element, you know, all those, like those were the things to do, you know? Absolutely. But so coming back to it now, I did kind of have that experience too um as you were saying donnie like my kids walked in as i was watching the documentary and they were just like who's this old man and i was like that's tony hawk and they're like oh, i thought he was a kid what was hear about him he's old and i was like he's old. how old do you think i am like what, what's wrong with you guys <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they just walked out because they were like oh dude what's wrong with the graphics in that game i was like you know what go play Fortnite. kid leave me alone."
2: <laughs> it was one of my first experiences that I think I've ever come across what I would consider to be like an evergreen title. I think mm-hmm. um, I probably treated Mario 64 the same way. It's probably why I'm so fond of it. Even though you can beat all the things, get all the stars, like it's still a lot of fun just to run around. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, like you could never really control a game like Mario 64. So I've spent countless amount of time sliding and jumping around the castle and stuff. Uh, and mm-hmm. Tony Hawk was one of those games where it was just fun to play and I didn't really care if I was getting the high score I didn't really care if I was beating all the levels or getting all the objectives I literally just kind of played it was almost like mindless fun just just yeah, play yeah just free, skate yeah just, free skate yeah just just play just listen to music jam and just play
0: or what they talked about too when they um because I mean that was the big hit back in the day too was like getting the PlayStation magazines and like you had the uh, the demo disc yeah and, and I was like Wah! but it was like they said on the demo disc was cool borders Final Fantasy, and um, um, Crash. Yes, that's right. And they were, which I'm like, that's a stacked disc. <laughs> and I remember having that disc, and it was like, it was the coolest. But everyone who had that disc, you just for two minutes, you played like a hundred hours of Tony. Oh, oh. yeah, just oh yeah, nonstop, over and over and over, and it was just like couldn't get enough of it just it was just so good so I can't wait for it to come out. Um, It's definitely different than like I said you know like playing Skater XL, playing um, you know the skate series games like they're they're just a different wave but still it's just fun to do like I'll always buy a skate game even if it is like the wackest ever just because I mean it's Cali people stuff, it's what we do. (laughs) wear vans all the time
1: <laughs> fair my kids love vans so, so do my kids the, that's the thing now again um all right so we're we're running a little bit long so it's that time ladies and gentlemen it's time for the xbox one question this week it comes in from connor do you think xbox missed a chance to do more with the xbox series x controller like playstation 5's haptics and touchpad
2: um i think that's probably fair criticism although <clears throat> It's totally going to sound fanboy. <laughs> so Xbox has haptic feedback, kind of. It's not really, but it is. They've got mm-hmm. it in the triggers. They added rumble motors to the triggers. Yep. So you feel it not only in the palm of your hand around the grips, but you also feel it in your fingertips like with Forza. Um, the one the reason I said I was going to sound like a fanboy is I think it helps everybody. Um, but at the same time, I'm not exactly sure how far people will take it. It's kind of like the touchpad. I thought the touchpad on the DualShock 4 was cool. Problem is, you can only really use it in, like, NAC and, you know, first-party games. Like, nobody uses it. And that's also kind of the issue with, like, the Joy-Cons have full haptic feedback. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't new. Um, And the problem is, nobody uses it. So, hopefully, by PlayStation having it, maybe that encourages third parties to use it more, which I think might help Xbox. But at the same time, um, I understand, like, you probably want a new shiny controller does new things. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it is how you play. But at the same time, like, I think the Xbox controller is great. And I think the only thing that they were missing was a dedicated screen share button. Like, I've, I don't yeah. have any complaints that, right now with the Xbox controller, so I don't necessarily feel like, oh, man, I don't feel like I'm left out. Like, oh, man, if they only had haptics, like... What are you going to use in haptics? Like who's going to take use of haptics? You have Halo Infinite haptics. Probably not. Right? right. And, you know, nobody else is going to use it. So it's just one of those things where I'm always wondering, like, I mean, maybe, maybe PlayStation will make everybody use it or something. I doubt it. Like we have no history of these things ever really taken off. Like, does anybody use the Joy-Cons? Like, I think I might even turn them off, like, or turn them down half the time. Yeah. You know, that's it's... one of the
0: first things i hear is people turn them off <laughs> yeah. and i and i don't think it's a missed opportunity or anything because anytime i have to use the touchpad it's always it feels very gimmicky like you yeah. know oh let me use the touchpad to play a flute <laughs> i'm like well
2: i mean damn. and it have to ex- to be fair, haptics are different. It's more about immersions, about feel, and you can do that. Yeah. And 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 by all accounts, the PlayStation version of Haptics way better than Xbox. Xbox using oh, yeah. standard right. motors that they put in the controller years ago, right? Xbox or PlayStation is using like actuators and you'll actually be able to like like the Joy-Cons, you'll actually be able to feel the rumble like roll around, like so you know, from fingertip to finger or sides of your finger and stuff yep. like that. So it'll be more, and I'm sure. You know, if they can get Call of Duty or something, use it. I'm sure, you know, it might be like a minor thing to be like, oh, man, this is really cool. But outside of you feeling that the first time, do I think three years from now anybody's going to be talking about it? Personally, probably not. I don't don't think so.
0: It's fun until you get, like, comfortable with it. And I was going to say, I think, but even with the haptics part, it's like, tighten it up. But you were, you know, it was there first. And they already added in the piece that I think people really wanted, a share button.
2: Yep. That's the only thing I wanted.
0: I think it's good. Like, I'm just like, I don't really see the need to add, most people turn off the light bar Yep. on, yep. A, on a dual shot. I do. Uh, the touchpad gets very little use. Mm-hmm. So those are just things to consume your battery life.
2: I like the the, um, the speaker more than anything. Yeah. I Like the on the Bluetooth PlayStation, when the speaker talks to you, I like that way more than the yeah. light bar, the touchpad or vibration yeah. or anything. I think that's no, that cooler.
0: The, the speaker's what's up. That's yeah. A, that's, I do like that when you get random sounds or like. Yeah.
2: I remember like playing infamous and you hear like the spray can shaking yep. and you hear yeah. the sh- all through it. Like that was cool. I like that.
1: Yeah. There's a couple I of games like I played that. too. were like somebody was communicating with you, but it would come out through that as yeah. opposed to the TV. Yeah. And stuff and like I'm sitting
2: here trying to think of like my memories of those experiences and I, I'm really coming to like one, two switch and infamous. Like I really don't have other ones that are coming. Like I'm sure last of us two did something with it. Right.
0: I think it did. I don't remember. I don't remember. Right? Like so. But that's it's... the thing. Like Death Stranding, when the baby got distressed. It oh God! Weird. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. That was one. That was one. Yeah, but or you get like he said, like Kevin was saying, like walkie talkie stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or sirens or something like that. Yeah, that was always cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think they're really missing an opportunity here
1: either. Do I wish they would do some funky weird stuff, too? Yeah, because I like seeing that kind of stuff. and It just makes you like Donnie said, feel like you're buying something new and next gen, even if it's underutilized, at least during the early game experiences like we saw with Switch, with PlayStation uh, 4 when they launched. A lot of stuff did use that stuff. Then it trickled off. But at that point, you were kind of. Moving on to other experiences, I think I kind of like as a gamer getting this stuff and see, well, what can this do? What can that do? And then, you know, if I don't use it later on, it's fine. Um, But it makes business sense to not spend the money in developing that kind of stuff if you're not going to Put a focus on utilizing it so i don't def- think they're missing anything out i just kind of wish they would
2: that's defend fun. the xbox a little bit i'm really excited about the new d-pad they put on the new controller they basically kind of adopted the dome d-pad that they pull from the elite and they're yep. bringing on the new one oh, standard yeah, yeah. but it's got like the raised old d-pad too it's like a mix of the two it's like they took their dome flat one with the d-pad and they made one d-pad and they put on it i'm kind of excited about that i think that's really cool it's one of my favorite features of the elite and i know like that's sacrilege because everybody likes the triggers and the metal sticks and all that i'm to be honest with you perfectly fine with a regular plastic xbox controller i think it's a great controller i don't really have a whole lot to say bad about it i don't think yeah. there's anything it's not doing um yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm i'm okay with it as is the screen share button was my biggest pet peeve right so now we i
1: see something to share it too
2: and i'm hoping that when I hold the screen share button, it takes a video when I tap it, it does a screenshot. Cause if I still got to do something else for video, I'm still going to be angry and I'm going to yep. bring it to the podcast and <laughs> whine about it too.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well that wraps up the show this week, but before we depart Chaffee, where can people find you and connect with you online for all your other shenanigans? If they didn't get enough Chaffee tonight, Where can they get more?
0: If you didn't get enough of me tonight, you know, you can always follow me on Twitter at that Chalfie, Chalfie spelled C-H-A-U-F-I-E. Usually multiple evenings during the week. All right. After dinner, I'm taking a casual skate down the street, you know, so that's where you see Kevin and Donnie chime in every now and again. But, um, yeah, that's like my main place. Every so often, Donnie tries to pull me into the Discord, but Discord's got too many channels, so I stay away.
1: <laughs> that is
0: fair. But let me just give a quick shout out to, uh, to my son, who was in too. I heard uh, Chicken Nugget Gang was represented today, so yes. I'm hyped up. <laughs>
1: I did shout him out when I saw him in the chat.
2: Yeah,
0: um,
1: <laughs> Donnie, where can people find you and anything else you'd like to plug?
2: Find me in our Discord, psvg slash Discord. Support us over at Patreon slash psvg, and you can follow me at Eat the Hype everywhere. Um, I even updated my Twitch. As I start logging into other things, I keep finding places where it's not been updated. I was like, oh snap, I got to change this too. So yeah, Eat the Hype, um, PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, whatever, Twitter. Discord and oh, you yeah, can I'm follow Twitch. I'm Chelsea everywhere too. Bank like, of yeah, America. Same, like, just going to make it easy. <laughs> Bank, Bank, of Bank of America. Verizon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Password is one, two, three, four. Now um, you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all the stuff. I won't go into details like, like Donnie did needed to separate them all out for you. Um, but head on over to the website. If you haven't already PSVG. Blog to find links to all the other awesome products we put out there. Cause there's a lot. There's a whole
2: lot. I just realized we forgot to say something (laughs) here. We are at the end of the show. Apparently um, folks are being added to three, four, three staff. It originally broke that they were redoing their management over at Halo. And, uh, that, that jazz said that that's not the case. He said that somebody else is being added to the show or to the team. So, um, I reached out to our discord folks that have more, you know, experience with Halo than I do. And, um, and uh, Lobo over there said it was going to be Joe Staten or Staten. Um, who was on the original Halo team? He he was a director for ODST. He's written novels and stuff. He worked at Bungie. He's been back with Microsoft for a while, working on like special projects. I know right now he's working with like Tell Me Why team. I think he's doing like their documentaries and stuff. I tried to get confirmation on that. I reached out to some insider folks. They would not go on record and tell me that that was true, um, because I believe they're under NDA. I believe this announcement came out, and uh, they're under NDA until the the news. Uh, release bricks but i did have somebody tell me that we're on the right path so lobo if you're still listening man i'm gonna tell you i think you nailed it so good job um but we'll see Mm. we should know tomorrow i guess but it looks like we'll have a shake up at 343 so again whether they're dropping the xbox one or not like that none of that's an excuse like halo's in some trouble (laughs) they need to announce something because it's it's not been good since they showed it (laughs) well On that
1: note, in the words of our great Uncle Phil, remember as always, folks, there's no power greater than X.